Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a video and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Today, I'm privileged to welcome a friend and one of the very savvy investors we have in our country in startups, Denny Kurian. Denny, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Denny is the president and CEO, CEO of the Kairetsu Forum. Uh, and he handles Delhi, NCR, and Bangalore. He was earlier with Landmark Shops, India Private Limited, and he's also worked as a journalist with Dow Jones and Business Standards. So, Denny, tell me, you know, from journalism to retail to investing, what would you say are three key milestones in your life or your career? Well, it's been quite a bit of switch, as you can see, from journalism to uh, entrepreneurship and uh, investing. Uh, and I think the, the one theme that is linking all of that together is, is this interest in doing something, something crazy, at least when you're doing it. Um, I've clearly taken some crazy decisions in my life, and I think they all played out very well for me. Mm. Um, and what that reminds me um, is a quote which I, I just have in front of me on uh, on my table, one of those calendars I got this year. Mm-hmm. You know, the old style uh, paper calendars which you mm-hmm. keep uh, flipping, the dates. And uh, there is this very interesting quote which I came across. This is from uh, Picasso, the painter. Mm-hmm. He says, uh, I'm always doing something which I can't do mm-hmm. so that I get a chance to learn that. Fantastic. And I think that's what um, has uh, you know taken me through this journey. And I'll, I'll just maybe give you one or two instances. When I came to, when I got out of college in the early 90s, just the end of 1990, Mm. I took the train to Delhi to find a job. Mm. And in those days, obviously, you couldn't even afford a a flight. Um, And um, what I had done in college was um, training in journalism. So obviously, that was the job we were looking for. And I uh, picked up a job with uh, Financial Express, which was part of the Indian Express Group. Yeah. But um, and obviously, therefore, it was in business writing. Mm. And a lot of my friends thought I was crazy to go into business writing because that was a very fringe part of journalism those days. You know, mm. if you if you had to be a real journalist, successful in life, you had to be covering general things, politics, politics uh-huh. and many other things. True. Uh, but as luck would have it, in 1991, um, the liberalization started, you know, Manmohan Singh opened up the economy. Uh, and suddenly there was this um, the surge in interest for business news, you know, from just um, having three business dailies at that time, mm. which was uh, Financial Express, um, Economic Times, actually only two, I think. Business and Standard, business even Business Standard happened a little later, and that okay. was a Calcutta-based paper. Mm. Mm. So suddenly, um, you know, the existing papers started adding more pages for business news, and then Business Standard came to, to Delhi to become a national daily from being a Calcutta-based regional daily. Uh, the observer started. A lot of those papers started, and and how it helped the few of us who had got into this just prior to this was that there was such a shortage of business journalists with any experience. Our growth was much faster. Uh, so, when when it would have taken ten years to get yeah. somewhere in general journalism, you could do that in one or two yeah. years. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then um, sometime in um, in around two thousand. 
I wanted to move out of uh, Delhi. I had spent about 10 years by then in Delhi mm. between Financial Express, then Business Standard. And uh, later I joined uh, Dow Jones, mm. uh, which was, uh, which runs the Wall Street Channel. Mm. But even at that time, a lot of people were saying, why are you joining an unknown organization? Because Dow Jones, of course, the index was known, but beyond that, it was barely known in India. Yeah. And I remember going around telling people that uh, I was actually joining AP Dow Jones because Associated Press was a little bit more known and there was a joint venture between Dow Jones and AP, mm. which was technically the entity that hired me. Mm. But I would say that was where I was working because at least people knew that. Okay. Um, so from you know, getting into business journalism at a time when it was fashionable to then getting into... I would have to interrupt agency. you a little bit because... I have a lot of questions for you on Kairetsu. So, sure, sure. So, uh, can I so that, that's how it uh, started. Yeah, and I'll, I'll um, come back to it as okay. and when you have questions. Okay. Yes. So, uh, you know, I want to talk about Kairetsu. I mean, you know, it is uh, an amazing body and I've attended some of your sessions. Tell me about the venture and what do you do? So, Kairetsu Forum is an international angel investor network. Mm -hmm. It started in the Bay Area in the US in uh, 2000. So it's been around now for uh, 20, 21 years. We've been consistently the number one worldwide in terms of the number of uh, deals um, supported, funded by our investors. Mm -hmm. it, is a, it is a platform which brings together investors. Uh, these are early investors. It's not a fund, so we don't take in the money. What we do is bring companies together uh, provide a platform and a process to look at these companies and uh, assess them mm -hmm. and then let the individuals take their own decisions on whether or not they want to invest into each company. Mm -hmm. um, but even post-investment, it brings together a very good community of accomplished people who can not only put some money into a company but also support them throughout their journey of, of growth and eventually um, the exit. Um, and I think that is what makes this interesting for a lot of people mm. who are our members because these are not people who need to earn a little bit more money so they can have a comfortable life. These are people who have already done it in life. Correct. So, you know, uh, when a startup entrepreneur reaches out to you to, uh, through you, access these potential angel investors, what do you look for in a business plan? There are a number of things. It's not only the business plan. Um, I think, uh, you know, the most important thing we look at is the founder himself or herself. Mm -hmm. um, the plan is a necessary condition, but I don't think it's a sufficient condition. Okay. And uh, the one feedback I've consistently got from our members and the one learning that I've had over the last five years running this is that you are always investing in people. You are never investing in an idea hmm. or a market or a company. It's always about the people. Okay. So that's number one. Um, the founder or the founding team has to be, um, has to have that chemistry with our members. Uh, and it's, it's not only uh, about the best founder. It's also about a founder who you can work with. Hmm. Because the, at the end of the day, entrepreneurship is a, is a long journey. Correct. And uh, it's a tough journey too. Hmm. Uh, you need people who can navigate that and also who can take help in doing that. Okay. Uh, that's one key thing. The other thing we look at is despite all this um, euphoria about valuations and uh, exits, 
we are still looking at companies that are very very conscious of and very very focused on uh, unit economics okay return on investment is a is a big factor in that mm-hmm. and if you have the time i just want to you know take one or two examples sure, sure. of how we look at it yeah i i remember uh, watching uh, an interview mm-hmm. with um, mukesh ambani and one of the channels i don't remember where but if you search on youtube i'm sure you will find mm-hmm. and uh, i remember him mentioning an ins- uh, instance um, as a learning from his father tiruvai ambani you know who created this whole uh, jagannath mm-hmm. and he was saying my my father told me that even if you are um, helping somebody giving money for free mm-hmm. um, you should you should give it like this i don't know if you can see it yeah. so that people who are taking it like this are also blessing you they're not taking it right so you yeah. should give it like this okay. so they take it and they're blessing you mm-hmm. i thought that you can't think of a more fanatic way of um, being focused on return on investment mm-hmm. right i mean so an entrepreneur uh, is someone who at every point even if you are giving away something for free mm-hmm. are still conscious of the return on investment amazing and i, and I think people who, who don't lose sight of that will always become fantastic. successful entrepreneurs and those are the ones we are looking for fantastic so you know as you uh, you know talk to so many startup entrepreneurs you invest in so many startup entrepreneurs uh you decide on many startup entrepreneurs who are not eligible to get your investments what are some of the key challenges you have faced with startup entrepreneurs so um i want to you know put the caveat even before i answer this um, and and want to say that our selecting or investing in a company or not doing that hmm. is never the last word I agree. Um it doesn't mean anything. There are very good companies we didn't see uh, the right way and we oh, you absolutely. know absolutely we passed up and they've gone on to do very well. You know so this is no reflection at all yeah. on, yeah. on on the on the, so, the start up. No no reflection. There are also companies we've invested and haven't done well. But absolutely. Uh, yeah yeah yeah. But at the same time um, you know um it's it's one common theme that uh, when you look at companies one of the reasons why they fail to connect with investors and get that money mm-hmm. um is not always a lack of a good idea but the lack of that ability to storytell mm-hmm. uh, because at the end of the day when you're pitching to an investor mm-hmm. it's still storytelling mm-hmm. you need to have a story with uh, which in in 10 minutes or 20 minutes you can grab that attention and if you manage to do that correct then investors are willing to sit with you and understand more about you if you are not able to do that and very often what a lot of startups do is uh, try and squeeze in a lot of information mm-hmm. information doesn't sell a story correct. sells right yes so you can have all the details and miss the story or you can just have a story without any other details and still mm-hmm. get the interest mm-hmm. very interesting and once you have decided to make an investment uh what is the kind of involvement your angel investors have with the business of the company and the governance of the company um so there are two aspects to that one is prior to making investment and uh, and the other is once you make the investment mm-hmm. even prior to making investments um we involve our members uh, in the due diligence process mm-hmm. and where it helps is um, 
as an organization even within india we've now got about 250 or so members and these are all people who run large companies as uh, ceos and so on mm. uh, many of them have uh, missed out on the entrepreneurial journey they may have been running a large company which still was in their company mm. and this is their chance to you know relive what they have lost okay. uh, in in terms of an opportunity so they um, come in and participate in the due diligence and where it helps us is regardless of what company we are looking at in this 250 or, uh, or so people there'll be somebody or the other who's done something in that space and therefore they are able to take um, you know an objective look at the opportunity and take a call on behalf of everyone okay once investment has happened uh, we have um, we set up small teams of people who invested in each company mm-hmm. uh, even to the extent of creating a whatsapp group so there is continuous communication it's not a monthly update or a quarterly update there is mm-hmm. continuous communication and each time a founder is looking for help not just updating us on the great things that they're doing but looking for help when they're hitting a, a wall uh they are encouraged to put it in the group or reach out to our people mm-hmm. um and you never know there will there will always be someone in the group who can come up with an idea which the founder hasn't thought of very interesting um in addition to that many of our members are able to make connections with potential uh, customers uh, to new technologies to, to new territories mm-hmm. so on and so forth so i think there is a very close interaction even post investment and uh, that is um, not altruistic i mean i would say that is purely out of vested interest because we mm-hmm. mean investing is only at the beginning of the journey i mean right. unless a company does well and gives us an exit even we don't make money right uh, and therefore it comes purely out of vested interest but sometimes things turn out of vested interest will have greater um, effect and impact okay so i've got one more question for karitsu before i move to the next segment uh, for an organization that is global Uh, yeah. that is you know supporting so many startups and working with so many angel investors what are some of the core values of your business while on the one hand we are um, you know working with companies to to support them and grow them mm-hmm. we also feel that uh, this is a business mm-hmm. and therefore this is seen as a business um now having said that uh, this is a, a network of people because it's a, and it's a people uh, that makes uh, yeah. what we are yeah. and one key aspect of of the forum globally and what i look for individually when i look at admitting people mm-hmm. is is that um, that realization and willingness to learn mm-hmm. uh, because at the end of the day everyone who comes in as a member is an accomplished um, mm-hmm. uh, individual correct uh but at the same time there are some people who who still sees the opportunity to learn together as a community and anyone who thinks that there is still something to take away from the community while they all immensely contribute mm. i think that's one glue that binds us all together the ability to learn together and uh, and grow together as fantastic. a community fantastic so i've got a few questions for you uh, as with regard to startups and entrepreneurship Yeah. my first question and this has often been asked to me by many many people should a startup entrepreneur go solo or should they have a co-founder there's no standard answer to this correct um but 
the conventional wisdom seems to be that if you have a co-founder mm. or if you have a couple of people in the team, mm. um, that's a much better um, uh, construct mm. than if you are going solo. Because as um, as many of them realize as they get into it, the entrepreneurship journey is is not easy. It's lonely. It's very very lonely and. Um, and uh, when you are through that, there are so many occasions uh, when you feel you are, you know, going against the wall and mm. you need uh, at least a person to brainstorm with. Uh, to an extent, uh, angel investors and the others can fill in that void. But still, um, given the fact that when you start up, you are um, essentially telling yourself that from today onwards you are everyone everything you know you're from the pew to the driver to the ceo mm. you're going to be doing everything at least for some time and just you until you become a, an, a successful entrepreneur yeah and and that journey i think will become much easier if you were to do it with a partner co-founder and as you look back at so many startup entrepreneurs uh, who have you know uh, passed through your hands if i can use that phrase what in your opinion are some of the basic mistakes a lot of startup entrepreneurs make? I wouldn't call them mistakes. So obviously, there are challenges. Um, and uh, when a challenge is faced, if, I mean, it's a matter of how you address that, right? If you see a challenge as an opportunity, even if you don't get it right the first time, you will still come back and do it well. Right. I would say, see, the ability to stay grounded mm-hmm. uh, is the most important thing and, and sometimes this go missing especially when you see some early successes mm-hmm. and um, we know that early successes mean only so much in the startup world mm-hmm. because it's still a long journey and uh, very often uh, startup founders mistake uh, fundraising for success. Right. Fundraising is not success in itself. It's only a means to a success. Very interesting. Uh, so if you, for example, raise some money and uh, got a decent valuation, um, it's easy to to feel and think that you've arrived. Uh, but so long as you keep it in mind that you've just begun the journey, mm. uh, I think... Uh, you know, it can okay. help. Okay. Uh, but I mean, I wouldn't call any of these mistakes because I, I think these are all learnings. Yeah. And in, in terms of experiences and learnings, you can either go through that as a, as a tourist, just mm. uh, seeing that and, uh, and moving on, or you can go through them as a student, mm. learning from each one of them. Okay. It depends on how you go through that. I agree. And one more question on startups before I move to some questions for you personally. Uh, one of the challenges that I have always heard from a lot of startups is that my investor wants me to scale up pan India. And I've often asked them, I said, we are such a big country. If you were to just look at the national capital region it's 23 million people. Right. Why, why you, at what stage in, in your opinion, should a startup start to scale up? I would say, first of all, that, that statement is a generalization. You can't say yes, all I'm investors saying, are the same. No, no, so I'm not saying at all Karitsu is doing this. I'm no, no, saying, I mean, uh, uh, not even Karitsu, but even within Karitsu, um, it can be case to case. And I, I'll, I'll give you an example. Hmm. Um, I started off with the Chennai chapter, then I moved to Bangalore, and now I also run Delhi. Hmm. Um, in Chennai, one of the 
things we've seen is that when a company comes and uh, and says this is what we want to do and we want to go pan india or maybe even beyond india hmm. they would typically tell you and this is very uh, chennai centric they would mm-hmm. say first you prove it in your in your backyard okay and i remember one particular company which uh, came and said they wanted to do something in all of tamil nadu and they said just go back to coimbatore which is where you're from prove it there <laughs> we'll give you some money prove it there and then come back okay However, um, later when I came to start the chapter in Bangalore, um, and sometimes you know companies which originally pitch in Chennai and get this feedback and and then come and pitch to Bangalore, giving a very localized picture, and people will say you are thinking too small, you need to <laughs> okay. think big. So it's it's very very difficult to say which is the right um, way or who will say what. Uh, i suppose each investor will have a different way of looking at it mm. and it's also i think very specific to the company and the and the techno- uh, and the idea okay there are some ideas which need to be executed very well locally even before you look mm. beyond that mm. there are other ideas where you need to have a global vision uh, to get that kind of interest and valuations you're looking for interesting so i've now time for two maybe three questions for you yes uh, and these are questions for you personally So Danny as you look back at life you know successful career in journalism something in retail you know last so many years as a successful investor what does success mean to Danny That's a that's a tough question I think uh, that's why I'm asking it the you know whatever you describe as success from has come I think from a certain element of luck mm. um partly it may have you know you know come from the decisions i made but i would still put it as luck mm. uh, and what i mean is uh, when i started off as a journalist mm. uh, i did talk about a little bit about going into business journalism at that time so as a very young journalist just out of college i had the opportunity just because i was a journalist mm. to have access to some of the senior people in the industry because as a journalist you get access to the ceo mm. or nobody else is supposed mm. to speak to the press mm. so that was great learning at that time mm. you know in my uh, early days seeing people who are successful and learning from them mm. um but that changes over time i mean as i spent a little bit more time in uh, journalism and, and and slowly moved into some management positions it became all about managing people yeah uh, with you in your team and then you start seeing you know the the larger world mm. which is also when i i decided to come back to india and get into a few other things including entrepreneurship because one of the thinking was if you are if you think you are good at telling others what they are doing right is right or wrong through writing at some point you need to try it yourself and prove that you can do it too that was one number two um especially when you reach this stage in life i think the next big learning is coming from these youngsters who are looking at the world in a completely different way um, the entrepreneurs the innovators Uh, so i've again been uh, very very fortunate and lucky to be in this space where i get to see a lot of mm. enterprising um, successful young innovators and uh, work with them alongside um, our members who are again very very successful people in their life mm. so i think you know like they say back uh, back home in kerala mm. uh, when you are in the company of of such accomplished people some of that i think will rub on you as well uh, so i've been very very fortunate you've been very very modest but 
I guess that's how you are. And my last question to you, uh, and so this is for the thousands of people who will listen to what you are saying. What would your advice be to a young entrepreneur who's starting off on their journey as an entrepreneur? I think um, today's young people, the entrepreneurs, they don't need uh, any advice. But okay. the the one um, you know experience, if I can share, mm-hmm. is um, you know it's not going to be easy. Mm-hmm. But if you if you go through that and uh, come out of it. Um, still alive you will never want to do anything else it's it's okay. so, it's so worthwhile mm. so today if you ask me will you want to take up another job no matter what the salary is what the what the terms are i'll never do that because this is so much more uh, fulfilling uh, rewarding enjoyable uh, and i think uh, there is an opportunity for people today i mean unlike i think during the times when we grew up Mm. Uh, it was still possible, but it wasn't so widely available. Mm. Whereas today, there are so many opportunities uh, for young people to do things on their own. Mm. Uh, but they need to get into that thinking it's not going to be easy. Um, and of course, they need to keep in mind that if it was so easy, everyone else also would have been an entrepreneur. Absolutely. So right. entrepreneurship is not for everyone, but for someone who can uh, pull it off, mm. don't even think of anything else. Terrific. And there's no alternative. Terrific. So, Danny, thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure speaking to you. I wish you and Kairitsu Forum lots of success. Thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, it's been an honor to be on your uh, platform and, uh, and even get some, um, some brand recognition for uh, Kairitsu, which is the reason why I thought I'll put that, uh, thank you. that uh, brand behind me. Absolutely. And you should. Thank you. Thank you, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called You.